No surprise here. Gas prices keep climbing. Even right here in Texas, prices are really breaking records. It all followed the U.S. ban on Russian oil prompted by Russia's attack on Ukraine. And since then, critics, pundits and politicians have gone head to head over solutions. Yeah, and one that keeps bubbling up, drill more here at home. But increasing the U.S. oil supply and decreasing what it costs you to fill up your gas tank, far more complicated. In this week's case, that explains Myra Arthur and David Sears dive into what really determines gas prices. And they start things off in a part of South Texas that was once at the heart of a drilling boom. It's been roughly 10 years since life took on a record-setting pace here in Tilden, a small town 70 miles south of San Antonio. It was like the Wild West, it seemed like, in the beginning. McMullen County Judge James Teal took office in 2011, right at the start of the surge in drilling in the Eagleford Shale. The Eagleford spans 20,000 square miles across 26 Texas counties, from the Texas-Mexico border through counties east of Waco. From 2010 to 2015, McMullen County saw its taxable sales increase by 53%, more than double any other county in the Eagleford. Activity was, was instant with the people traveling to and from bigger communities to stay in hotels, every business, every everything was completely full. That includes Joe's Market. We carry everything, so you can get a fresh sandwich to a, a toilet bowl, you know, repair kit. A general store that's been family owned for over 100 years. But not even all that experience could have predicted the days of the Eagle Ford boom. It was exciting and scary both, not knowing what was to happen. Uh, if our town changed tremendously. We have a hotel now. Who would have thought Tilden America would have a hotel? We have a pilot, I mean, and we have a Valero just across the street from the pilot. We have, you know, two stoplights now. The additional funding from the drilling in the Eagle Ford, allowing McMullen County to have a 24-hour sheriff's department for the first time. We've been able to pave almost every road in the county. We're working on a streets and drainage project now. During the height of the boom here in McMullen County, they had 32 rigs going. Now they're down to three and you're looking at one of them. And the county judge did say that they're ready for a resurgence in this activity should that happen, but that is not a quick answer to these high gas prices. So when the price of, of oil goes up, the price of everything goes up. And that's something we're all experiencing. We're not just paying more for gas, but for everything. From milk to orange juice to medications, even the price of clothes and shoes is higher. Part of the reason oil is a huge part of our everyday lives. And that's part of the reason why energy inflation is so concerning, because we use oil not just in gasoline, but in household goods, in food production, um, just really, really across our economy and across our lifestyle. Uh, so many things are made from oil. The price hike finger inevitably gets pointed at oil companies. The price that you're seeing at the pump is a reflection of um, the in, typically independent business owner trying to get a return on the cost of purchasing fuel that they've made. According to the American Petroleum Institute, nearly 99% of gas stations are independently owned, although one company may own several stations. The owners sign a licensing agreement with oil companies to put their name on the marquee. 
Like any other business, the station owner has to buy the fuel, along with all the other items they sell. Plus, there are costs like labor and maintenance, all rolled into the price of doing business. They recoup some of those expenses by setting a price of gas, and that creates competition with the other guy on the corner. Prices are driven by market fundamentals and uh, by supply and demand principles uh, and also by competitive, the competitive marketplace. And the market for oil is a global one. What happens to the supply and prices around the world has an impact on us here at home. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. That means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable at U.S. ports. In March, President Biden announced the U.S. would ban oil imports from Russia after the country waged war on neighboring Ukraine. After that, we saw prices start to shoot up. But that price hike wasn't because the ban on Russian oil meant a drastically lower U.S. oil supply. The U.S. was only importing about 500,000 barrels of Russian oil a day, just a fraction of what the U.S. consumes per day, which is about 21 million barrels of oil. According to the American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers, only about 1% of our refined crude oil comes from Russia. It's the fact that on the global marketplace, Russia was such a large producer of oil. It produced more than 10 million barrels per day, the third largest producer of oil, the first, the largest exporter of oil in the world pre-invasion. So a drop in oil supplies in Europe, for example, a place that relies much more heavily on Russian imports than the U.S., can still drive up prices for us because it is a global marketplace. For the first time in history, prices are averaging above $4 a gallon in every state. Prices can jump just a few cents at a time. Or even here in San Antonio, they've been known to jump 20 to 30 cents overnight. One proposed solution, produce more oil here in the U.S. That's really the only way you're really going to bring down the price of crude and therefore bring down the price of gasoline. And that means diesel fuel as well. Bringing those prices down could bring down the price of goods and services across just about every industry. But drilling more is hardly an easy solution. It takes many years to explore, develop, to get additional permits for rights of way, for water takeaway capacity, for infrastructure that might be needed. Here in McMullen County, it's just much different than it was. There's not the boomtown kind of atmosphere. But oil field traffic is picking up again. The once man camps, places where oil field workers stayed at the height of the Eagleford Shale boom, are today hotels. And this one is nearly full for the first time in years. They're busy again, so it's good for local business owners. There are lessons learned from the first time around that folks here will keep in mind should an increase in oil field activity keep on trucking. Now that we know all the things, you know, we've decided who, who we may not get in bed with next time, you know, or what companies or, you know, just little things like that. Not so little are the benefits that Judge Teal says the county still sees from the Eagleford shale boom all these years. Years later. McMillan County's been able to also save dollars where we can and, and maximize the dollars that come in through tax revenue and been able to sustain a good fund balance and, and prepare for the days whenever things aren't so good. Now, there are certainly other energy sources outside of oil, but the price of gas is what's hitting our money hard right now. So that's why we chose to focus on gas prices in this episode. To find all our KSAT Explains episodes, just scan the QR code you see right here on your screen. 
That's going to take you to our website where you can check out all the topics we've covered so far.